Welcome to the Adult Onset Hockey Podcast, where I, someone who started playing hockey at the age of 29, talk to other adults who are learning the game. We all know that most hockey players start playing the game because their parents put them in ice skates when they're four or five years old. And so that makes us a really unique and niche group, those of us learning to play as adults. So if you are an adult learning to play hockey or thinking about starting, I think you're going to find this podcast really interesting and useful to you. Enjoy. In this episode of the podcast, I am speaking with Ramona who is off the bench on Instagram. Ramona started playing hockey in her 30s, and she's documented her journey really well through Instagram. And so I think she shows her, she's a really good model for what the learning process looks like when you're learning from scratch as an adult. And so I think you're really going to learn a lot from her in this episode, and I definitely encourage you to check out her Instagram because you're going to learn a lot from that as well and also just enjoy seeing her process. So without further ado, Ramona off the bench. So Ramona, I've followed you for a while on Instagram and I'm excited to talk to you mostly because I see a lot of uh, similarities and I guess your journey and your kind of approach to practice and how you go about learning. Um, and so I'm just very interested to, to hear uh, more about it since obviously what we post online is the tiniest fraction of what we really do um, when we're playing and practicing. So uh, the very first thing uh, we can talk about is just summarize your, I guess, hockey journey up to this point um, when you decided to start playing or learning to now. Well, um, I started basically, I think, skating first um about 2018 probably so that's like three years ago um my friend was doing rehab for her knee because she had some surgery and she's like hey you want to go out and go skate you know just kind of get back into it kind of thing and i haven't skated in like i don't know how many years probably over 30 years right so it's just been a while and i'm like okay why not you know so i got my brother's skates which were way oversized probably like I think they were like a size 10 men. So I'm like swimming in these skates. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go out anyway. So <laughs> we went out and we went to like uh, the public skates they have uh, in the city. And it was just fun after that. I was like, oh, this is actually really addicting, right? Like getting back on skates and just kind of learning it all over again. Because as a kid, um, the most I've done was probably like for gym class. And we maybe go to like the local rink for like a couple lessons here and there. And that was it. So it's just kind of started just from that, just from going out to skate. And then from then it was just kind of like, no, I'm not going to play hockey. I, don't, I can't get into that. Right. So I was like, for, for a while, I'm just like, no, I just like to skate. I just like to skate. And I like to like, you know, that's the only thing I really want to do. So I did that for probably like six, seven months, I think just like going to public skates whenever they had them and just getting out there and just, you know, just for fun. And then my friend's like, no, you got to play hockey. You got to get the gear, you know, and go out and, you know, try it, right? It's super fun. They're like, come on, just buy the gear. I'm like, no, 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 this is too, too much for me, right? I'm like little baby steps at a time. So, but after a while, I'm like, okay. I'm like, it, it was like, I think summertime then. And I'm like, gear is on sale right now. I was like, so I'm like looking around. I'm like, I don't even know where to start kind of thing. <laughs> but it's just like, okay, well, buy, buy shoulder pads. Okay, found some other stuff on sale. Buy a little little bit of equipment here and there kind of thing and then 
eventually basically got everything I needed to like go out and play. So, and then it was like actually going and doing and like trying on the gear and, you know, like and skating in it and trying to like stick handle and everything, which was uh, another challenge in itself. And then, uh, yeah, uh, went to like some stick and puck just to kind of like get an idea, get a feel how it is. And uh, it was, it was super fun and just different, I guess. I mean, it took more like coordination than I thought, like skating and stick handling at the same time. I was like, whoa, two different yeah. concepts. <laughs> trying to put it together. Um, basically, I, I did play a little bit of just ball hockey, just kind of wreck uh, for a few years. So I could stick handle a little bit, but with the puck, it's completely different, right? It's like not really the same. Yeah. I mean, like you got to really roll your hand over for like, you know, cupping the puck and like being on skates is like different balance than being on like runners, right? So yeah. So it was like something, something different to do. So, but, and then in the league that I played, they basically restricted your shooting, right? So you can't lift it over your hip. So all my shots were like completely Jeez. weird. And my friend's like, what are you doing? How come you don't raise, you know, your stick like higher than, you know, your hip plank? I'm like, this is how I was taught, right? Like in ball hockey, whatever that we're <laughs> playing. So it was like completely different to learn to shoot like on ice. Um, basically after that, um, my friends like come up to some like other city shinies that they offered. So it's just like a mix of different people like going probably like these, some of these people play like probably like junior A or like triple A kind of thing. And they'll just mm. come in, drop in and do it. And I'm like, holy crap, this is way too fast for me. Right. Like, yep, like yep. trying it. I'm like, what's going on? Everything's going so fast. How do I, you know, even like keep up with these people. Right. But, like, just getting out there and just doing it, I was like, this is actually really fun, right? Like, you don't – you just kind of, like, forget about, like, okay, you know, yeah, you're not the best out there. You just – you know, but everybody's got to start somewhere, right? And so, basically, I started going to a bunch of these, like, uh, drop-in shinies that the city offered and just, just getting out there, like, play a few minutes here, you know, rotate and whatever, and just get in there. And then all the people there were, like, super – friendly and helpful you know they'll pass you the pocket they'll take it a little bit easier on you kind of thing and just give you a chance to kind of learn and just like uh carry the puck around and stuff so that was really fun and like a great learning experience to do and then after that um probably like uh i didn't actually play any on any teams until last season um i just did part-time with a friend on a women's league and yeah. just uh, dived right in and then try to figure out, you know, face-offs and rules. The shinny, you don't have really face-offs and, you know, offsides and stuff. Like, I mean, there's offsides, but maybe yeah. not, like, as strict, right? So so I'm, like, in positioning and everything, and it's just, like, jumping right head, head in, dive first right into it and just trying to get an idea of, like, what's going on, right? So it, it was a great learning experience, and, and it, was, it was just something different. It was nice to, like, actually play on a team. Um, basically try to learn, you know, where I need to be and like position wise and just like working on like, I don't know, um, shooting and everything. And like, it was, uh, it was good, but then COVID hit. So then that season kind of basically came to like a stop. So basically I'm out now just out at the uh, ODR and then just trying to like work on my own and just like skating and like stick handling and shooting and just doing that on the, uh, on my own time. So, yeah. Gotcha. Did you play another or did you do sports in general prior to 
hockey? Um, no, actually didn't do much of any sports at all besides ball hockey. Uh, like maybe like once it was like a one game a week kind of thing. And it was just very rec, very, just like very casual kind of thing. So other than that, it was, that was it. And then when I jumped into like skating and then into hockey, I was like, Ooh, this is awesome. Right. And so I'm like putting more time into it and just like trying to get better. What did it? It seems like then it was it surprising to people when you started to get very into it, like it to, was, to friends of yours that aren't into hockey, for instance, or something like that. It was. It, they were like, "Oh, wow, you can you can skate!" Like, cause I put so much time into skating, right? Like for like I put like a, I don't know how many hours I spent just like going to all the public skates and just trying to get better and just trying to learn like how to do a crossover, how to backward skate, and yeah. whatever. And they're like, even when I first got on, like, just to play the city ones, they're like, oh, you can actually keep up with them okay, right? Like, you can skate, you can get into where you need to be kind of thing. So they were surprised that, you know, I can pick it up quite fast that way. But it's just more so just, like, working it on your own, right? So just, like, finding that time and just finding, you know, just having that time to do it and just, like, you know, really committing to it, so... What was your motivation in those very early skating days to keep skating and trying to get better if you didn't think you were about to play hockey, but do you, how do you feel like, like what was driving you, you think? Um, I think just the, the enjoyment of being like on the ice. I think I found just like, I just love, you know, being able to like just glide or just like, you know, that speed kind of thing. And just like being on there and it just didn't feel like it was, it was anything like difficult. Right. So it was just more like enjoyment of just like, I don't know, when you're going fast kind of thing. Oh, I, mean, I wasn't going that fast, but <laughs> when you're on the ice, you just, you just kind of like, I don't know, it just feels great to glide around. Like yeah. yeah. So I was just kind of like, and that, that was kind of like, okay, and this is a good form of exercise for me because so half the time I'm like sweating right after I'm done, like that, that hour of skating, right? So I was like, okay, this is good, right? So I can use this as, you know, exercise for, you know, just on a regular basis. So that's what kind of got me going. I'm like, okay, let's just do this, you know, so. And uh, how old were you at the time that you started I was 34 skating? when I first started skating, yeah. So. Okay. And I guess one more question I have about this era of time would be, <laughs> did you, well, so you've grown up in Canada or have you, or did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I grew up in Canada. So I guess you grew up in, uh, well, in a hockey culture, so to say, because Canada, I mean, I am new to Canada, so I didn't grow up in Canada. But would you say that you grew up with hockey sort of being around you and kind of present in your kind of? I don't think I, I didn't know very many people that played like ice hockey for for the most part. Like even growing up, I didn't think too much of it. Like yeah, I don't think it was really like not 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 it wasn't an option, but it just wasn't really brought up to being like okay, something you want to go into or like do or you know even as a kid, right? Like it, for me growing up, I was just like that was never. Thing it was just more like go play outside, go pick a ball around, you know, ride your bicycle kind of thing. So yeah, I mean it's all around, but like I and I also didn't really watch hockey much at all either. Not until I just started skating, and they were like, okay, you know, getting into hockey a bit more, kind of seeing what's going on, kind of thing. So yep, yep. Um, well, your experience with skating sounds very similar to mine. I also had a long period of time where I pretty much just skated because I had really uh, accessible free public skates to go to 
uh, in Montreal that was. And tell me this, did you, did you ever notice the benefit of uh, skating without a stick in your hand as, as a means to really focus on it and learn it? Because the first time I ever went on ice with a stick and a puck, I could barely skate at that time. And yeah, I had some fun, but I felt that it was really spreading myself far too thin. Like I couldn't actually focus on any one aspect of my Oh no, 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 no. It was just yeah. a mess. So I, I decided that I should leave the stick and puck kind of practice alone for a little while or do it separately. And I just would go to the ice just for skating itself. And then that catapulted me forward, you know, so fast comparatively. Uh, is that something you found in your experience as well? Yeah, it's very similar. Like I found like when I was skating, I was like, okay, I have a balance. I can do a lot of things. But once I threw like a stick into my hands and like trying to hold the stick and then like the position, your body position changes a bit. You're more hunched over and you got to kind of like find a different balance point to, to sure. basically stick handle and like hold that stick. And, you know, it, it was just, it was completely different. Half the time I remember I was like always holding with one hand. My friend's like two, two, two hands on your stick, two hands on your stick, yeah, right? Yeah. So my balance is like, a, more, a little bit more upright when you're just skating, right? So, but when you got a, like a hockey stick in your hand, you got a stick handle, you got to actually move and be like solid on your feet. It's just kind of like a completely different balance for me. So it was a learning curve for that too. So yeah, I, I did do a lot of like the stick and puck, whatever they had offered just to get that feel for it, right? Yeah. How did you come about, how did you decide to do... Um just off ice training in general. I, I feel that to the uninitiated that maybe don't know that 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 like idea even exists of practicing with a, a stick and a puck off of the ice in a completely different environment without even blades under your feet. Uh, how did you come about uh, doing that as a regular practice? Because obviously, I've seen on Instagram you do plenty of it, um, and there's a lot of people out there that are maybe trying to learn hockey or any sport, but they're not really taking full advantage of all the ways they can practice. They just kind of, you know, the only time they ever practice is on ice with a stick in their hand and they never even think about the fact that you could, you could kind of put all these things in the little compartments and practice them in separate places and really focus in on tiny little details basically of, of skills. Um, so how did you, kind of come into doing that. I know for me, for instance, I very early on, you know, when I knew nothing about hockey, barely, I just came across some YouTube videos and it was, it was how to hockey's ones, you know, Jeremy. And there were little things about how to stick handle with just a ball, you know, on a normal floor. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I, that's something I can do. I didn't even realize that there is a, an area to practice there. And then I got really obsessed with just using a green biscuit on a tennis court for a few <laughs> months. Cause I realized there was so much to learn just there alone, you know, separate from playing in a game or playing on ice or skating. Um, so how did you come to doing all that? Um, I think it was more just like, I wanted to be better. Like, I mean, it, this was like a whole new learning experience, right? So I'm like, how can I get, the most out of it right I'm like okay when you're on the ice I mean like 
you're probably not you're not touching that puck that much even in a game or even in cheating right i mean like so yeah you can't really like i would say practice much like that so i was like i gotta be able to you know like put in some time some somewhere somehow right and so i'm like okay just, you know just green biscuit like you said you know or a ball or something and just like just work on stick handling and i did do the youtube thing too right like i google everything how to stick handle right how to yeah. hold the stick I did all those things and I was like, you know, I can, you know, start from the very basics, you know, just try to get just the basic skills down so that, you know, when I'm actually on the ice or when I'm playing or something that I can actually perform, you know, I can like actually like carry the puck and, and do this. Right. So like even just building that foundation is just like the training is just like, okay, I can, you know, I can see the improvements as I'm like working off ice and then like putting it back onto ice, you know, with more confidence and like, carrying the puck and like stick handling and you know doing little fancy moves here and there right i mean like in a game situation yeah. but like even just kind of practicing and getting that muscle memory right so i think for me it was just more like i just want to be better i just wanted to like get myself to be like able to like you know be you know make a good pass or do something right so i was like i need to like somehow get find some training find, find something that would help me you know get me kind of next level right to the you know get better so I'm like off ice was probably the, the thing that I did most of the summer. I mean, the ice was available here and there, but like for the most part, even especially this summer with COVID and everything, I was like, okay, I need oh, yeah. something to keep skating, keep working on it. Right. So then Mars played and I'm like, I heard of that before for like maybe like a couple of years back. I've seen Allie from never too late to yeah. learn. And she I've seen her that. on it the time i'm like oh that's cool right but i'm like nah that's not for me i can't you know i'm not going to rollerblade oh that's pretty expensive right and you know that's a lot of money to throw down for something that i'm not 100 percent sure if i'm gonna <laughs> go all in into right so i was like kind of like holding off for a couple of years and then, then i was like this summer i was like nope i'm gonna need something to do right so i was like get those and it was great i'm like wow this is like completely different right? like it's almost like on ice training at least i can like move around and kind of use a similar skating style kind of thing and, and yeah. still practice and still like get in you know um what i need to do right so i was like okay off ice training you know get get into it and whatever especially now i mean if i started younger i'm sure my body would be better instead of like hurting all the time like here and there right like after like a good hard skate maybe my knees are kind of like sore or whatever right oh, i know so, what you mean ankles like, feet knees, knees everything. yeah <laughs> yeah you can so, only and, uh, do sure so much yeah, so I started doing some, like, even just, like, really small but simple, like, knee exercises where it's just, like, you know, like, holding positions or, like, squats and whatever. It's just to kind of build up some of that muscle so you're not, you know, as sore and you got, you know, after a game or after a practice or whatever, right? So, just yeah. little things I find that adds up over time, so. You seem to have, and this is something I've, I feel like I just – no, uh, intuited from you, but the, you have an intuitive approach, it seems, to uh, learning the game so far. And similar to me, is you don't seem like someone that wants to follow some sort of rigid program of progression or how to learn anything. You kind of just see where you have struggles. You know, like for me, for instance, I, if I especially if I play in a game, I just notice, you know, all over the Ice, all these little moments where I, I realize where there's something to improve a lot upon or where I have something that I still need to practice more or learn even better. And 
all those little things just add up in my mind and I just have an endless kind of pit of things I want to practice at any given time. But I don't go about anything in a rigid kind of formulaic structure. I just go out and be like, oh, I should work on my crossover starts because those still aren't very good. And, oh, now the, the, I'll do this and now I'll do this and just sort of... Yeah, I'm very much similar like in that way. Like I, I'm not structured. I'm like, I, I know, I mean, like, okay, I'm already older adult, whatever, right? So I'm just like doing what I can kind of thing and then finding things I like, right? Like different drills, like if it was just like sick handling, doing toe drags, right? So I'd be like yeah. practicing that constantly and just trying to get the right motions. And it was not like, okay, I got to do this and this and this in like a structure where it's like, okay, sprint. I need you to sprint for like whatever, do this training, do this, do this. No, it's more just kind of like pick and choose kind of thing. And then yeah. just kind of where I'm like, okay, I uh, need more flexibility doing Mohawks, right? So I'm kind of like work on those first and like really mm -hmm. build on that. And then uh, with videoing everything that I do, like I think that was one of the first things that someone said to me, I can't remember who, but it was like record yourself. And then that's like one of the ways that you can learn quick, sorry, <clears throat> quicker because you can yeah. actually see your body position. You don't notice it when you're like, doing it but when you actually review and you watch and you can like slow-mo everything back you're like whoa my legs like my ankles like really crooked it's not in yeah, the right you position didn't know right? and then you're like whoa i didn't know that my foot folded over like that right and then it's just like those little things and i that's why i record myself and i'm like okay i need to work on that I'd be more like aware and cautious of like where how i'm putting my foot how i'm placing my knee where my weight's going kind of thing so yeah so I find that, yeah, like the video has basically been something that's like constant. Like half the time I'm like set the video, okay, get it ready, just record. And it doesn't matter if I get like good content or anything, right? I'm just here to like review myself so I know what I need to work on next time kind of thing. And I think that's really important. I think like, cause you can go through the motions of just like practicing, right? But like if you're doing it wrong, which you don't know at that time, right? Unless you look at your video and you're like, okay, that's kind of off. So how come I don't? look like that right like I, I would review like you know more pro players and i just kind of compare like okay yeah. they're um how they're stacking you know their legs for like you know hips on top of knees and top of toes kind of thing right like or where's the upper body how, how are they placing you know their weight and stuff right i would slow mo all that and be like okay how do i mimic this right yeah so i mean the only way i could do is like okay record myself and try to like see what's going on right and try to figure out you know why is it not like looking like that or why doesn't it feel like that kind of thing so yeah yeah i mean video has allowed us all to really self-coach ourselves uh, to the greatest extent possible and and with the help of all the sort of great accounts out there on instagram and youtube of coaches also providing information you know we're I almost don't believe in the idea of being self-taught because we're all still technically learning from something from somewhere mm -hmm. but we can self kind of coach, I guess you could say through, um, yeah, through video. And is that kind of how you ended up starting an Instagram account? Instagram. Yeah, my friend, I think my friend was the one who like Renee, my friend, and she's like, Hey, maybe we should like, you know, just start up an account. You can just kind of document your journey and whatever. And I had my, other personal account and I started doing that already and then I was like oh I, okay let's do you know like a more dedicated one of just like having videos right so then like I mean yeah. if anybody's starting out be like okay you start from 
everybody starts at some point, right? Where it's like, you know, awkward skating, right? And it's like bad mishandles still. Yeah, and really yeah. bad mishandles the handling, whatever, right? But it's just good to see like, okay, like, you know, where you started and how it's going, right? And so just documenting it, it has been just great just to see the progress. It even, you don't notice it as you're going because sometimes it's kind of like slow build kind of thing. But right. like when you look beginning to like current kind of thing you can see the difference right and it's great just to be able to do that and know that you can keep going and you keep building on it so what whatever who have been your kind of favorite accounts or people through youtube or instagram that kind of that you look to a lot for information or kind of where to learn things or find breakdowns of certain skills like who are some of your favorites um, for sure, Allie from Never Too Late to Learn Hockey. Um, yeah. I, I really like her content. Um, I, I train hockey, um, Sean Walker. Oh, yeah. Um, he, his um, training intensives were kind of my first. They were like my favorite training, uh, not tra uh, skating educational videos out there because they were really long. And I would just, every time I went to skate, I would just kind of take a, a few drills from that in my mind and kind of focus on them for the, for the yeah screen. he has great videos it's just a breakdown of how he does like section by section and you can really see like okay step by step kind of thing what they're you very do. well done yeah 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 very informative for his stuff so i really like his content um there's some other ones i like are uh db hockey factory it's got okay. like more of those gel players and the skill players but just to see the flow and like posture and like just to see that level of hockey is like I really love that I always love slowing down those videos and just trying to like uh, yeah. and feel how they're doing the glide and everything right, right. and then um, some other ones are probably like even some of the younger kids that I see now like all those like, like uh, Roman like, Roman James yeah, Marco. Roman, yeah, like <laughs> wow I'm just like wow <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hockey, I love that account um okay Brendan, know, yeah his team but uh yeah he and he's got like great drills and off ice and on ice and just watching the content this is how you can see the the difference in like i always find like you can see the difference in some some training like different coaches and different style of uh, you call it right. really like you can tell like what's like really working like what you're like okay this is like next level kind of thing right versus like some some accounts are more like okay they're you know average know basic same old drills kind of thing not quite i don't get as much out of it kind of thing yeah so, i find it, it depends to who their kind of audience is who they're trying to reach when they post i uh, i always appreciate the accounts the most that i feel like they're speaking to a player whether they're an adult or not that's just forever trying to improve upon even a basic skill you know when they like break down a crossover, just just a crossover, no no fanciness around it, but there's no limit to how good, you know, a crossover can become. How oh, yeah, fast sure. and powerful can it become? And so yeah, I really love those kinds of accounts. And I, I think they're the some of the ones you mentioned are they do exactly that. I also like uh did you find early on that the you know the online coaches out there that 
kind of really started from the most simple basics were the most helpful for you. Like I have found coach Jeremy's videos really helpful, or very, especially really early on because he started from like a very simple place. Cause his mindset was to teach you know anyone and to teach someone that's brand new, not an NHL player, which a lot of accounts are, you know, dedicated to just training pros. So it's can often feel a little bit irrelevant sometimes, but did you, um, yeah. I did find like, yeah, how to hockey has like great breakdowns, like even just the simplest tasks of like a pass, right? Like he has yeah. like so many videos of it, like, you know, cup, you know, cut your stick or like, you know, play yeah. or whatever it is, right? Like there's like just the little, little steps, like to kind of like in, in the past kind of thing. And I love how he breaks it down and it has so many different videos showing like variety of passes. Cause I mean, in a game of experience, a ton of different passes right like and then i just like the way that he he has it's very basic instruction but it like it works right like sometimes we need like the most simple things right okay stay on your edges you know like wait here kind of thing like very simple i always find myself like going back to like those basic videos yeah often just to like review and be like okay what am i missing right because I can see a video like oh, I've seen a video like a basic one of like just crossovers like from the beginning. But now when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm missing this part, right? Like, oh, there's mm. he said, I'm like, oh, I miss this part, right? So now we're like, okay, let me try and you learn and add to it and see what I can do and like add that to my you know my training and stuff. Absolutely, um, I'm really curious. What do you recall any sort of some of your favorite, I don't know, epiphany moments or just like moments where like something totally clicked or you had made a major progression, uh, you know, over the past few years that you just, you know, that you, that you regard uh, as a really nice moment in, uh, in your memory, like just getting down, I don't know, the first time you realized like the, the weight distribution in a crossover that felt really, really right or something like that. Do you have some moments over time that really stand out in your memory? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially though, it's like one, especially, yeah, you're talking about crossovers and that's one of the things I'm still working on like constantly right now. Right. Me too. But I remember <laughs> that weight distribution, once you get it, you're like, Whoa, I can actually stay on this outside edge and, you know, like get that leg over and like do that undercut that you need, you know? Right. Yeah. So I remember like skating, like, Whoa, what's going on? How come I can do this now? Right. Like what's different. And then there, right. then I would stop and kind of like analyze and be like, okay, I'm doing it like this and what's different now. You know, like how am I like, where's my weight and everything. I remember like doing it. And I was like, Whoa, let me just keep doing this. Right. And just trying to like get the feel for it. Cause you really have to be able to feel what you're doing. Right. So like when you're on ice, I'm kind of like, okay, I get the sense, okay, my weight's over here or whatever it is. Right. And then you're like crossing, you're like, okay, I'm more stable doing this and where am I, you know, where, how am I lining up my body and everything. So I remember like, there's different times where it's like, it just works. You're like, whoa, like what happened? What did I change? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and I review my videos and I'd be like, how did I get it then, right? Like, so I'm like slowing it down and trying to figure out, whoa, why did this work? And why did that work, right? That, that happens all the time to me, where you, something feels really right for a moment, but you can't figure out why. And then sometimes you don't even realize why for months, like you still can't figure it out. You, you have a hard time getting it again, that, that feeling. 
and yeah, I, but I eventually you figure it yeah. out usually. But I think it's something that's important for people to to know. I think that. sometimes it happens, and then you're like, "What happened?" And then you're like, maybe the next day you're like trying to get it, and it doesn't, right? And yeah. you're like, "Well, what did I do?" And then like, "Why did I get it then, but not now?" Right? And you're just not like, "What did I do?" you know, right, you know? So I was like, I remember doing that for even just like uh, at the ODR, just like probably like three, four weeks ago. I'm like, okay, I'm done my skate, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, let me just do one quick lap, you know, just, you know, down down the ice and just come back. And then I was like, just doing tight turns. And I was like, whoa, how come these are way better? And how come I can get way lower than whatever, right? Like normally, yeah. what's going on, right? And it was just, a little thing, I was like, okay, my foot, my knee, you know, and my toe alignment is like under the body, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, that's it, right? So it's just kind of like those little things, right? And you're like, okay. And when it clicks, you're kind of like, okay, keep applying it next time, right? Like keep trying to like yeah, find yeah. that, right? So, yeah. Mm, do, do you have a, what skills at the moment are kind of the most uh, bewildering for you, the most the skills that you're still like, you've been working on them for two years and you're still constantly struggling to get them to where oh. you want them to be. <laughs> so much, <laughs> so much, so many. Um, I would say for sure crossovers is still like something I'm like working on a lot. Finding like, mm. even just like different style of crossover, like lateral crossovers and just finding yeah, out fast crossovers, fast yeah. from, I find fast crossovers from a standstill to always be, a totally different challenge from doing it, you know, in a glide, like in a big glide. Yeah, when you're gliding and in motion already, right? Compared to like starting, yeah. you know, yeah, like from, from start and stop kind of thing. Yeah, I find uh, also even, uh, what would it be? Like uh, backwards skating for like crossovers. The one way mm. is always better, and I'm always trying to figure out why. <laughs> and right, so, right. Weight position still like trying to figure out you know how much I can be on the balls of my foot or where I need to like you know center my weight a bit more kind of thing. Uh, yeah, tons of other stuff. I'm still still trying to figure out even stick handling for like holding a stick and like keeping like that elbow up on the you know your top hand to giving away from the body. Right, that's one yeah. thing you know, like, I like. Find that I'm always like way too close, and I'm like when I look at video, I'm like, what's going on? How come I look so awkward? Right, I'm like, what's, <laughs> why am I not like doing? you know, what I should be doing, right? So I'm like, okay, keep that window, right? Keep that L, keep that L, right? In my head, I'm like half the time I'm repeating this, like, okay, you know, get that stick away from my body so I can like move more, have more, you know, range of motion and everything. So yeah, still working on a ton of stuff right now. Every day, it's just kind of like going back, okay, back to basics again, you know, right? Some days I'll be yeah. like, this week I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to skating, just skating, just to like figure out, you know, like different things I need to tweak in what I'm doing, so Always just trying to like a little bit here and there, like a little bit, little bit, little bit kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, it's a smart approach, I think. Uh, have you been playing any pickup at your ODR? No, they don't. They don't allow it. So it's oh, more it's just not, not. individual time, kind of just doing myself kind of thing. Yeah. Because lately, I've been like I haven't posted anything in a while on my Instagram, but I've been playing every day. I just I, in my neighborhood rink, there's just been a. Every day there's kind of a game with the similar group of people. And man, oh man, have I been having a lot of fun actually playing because so much of my time has really just been solo practice, which is also, I love it, but it's, um, it, something I've noticed recently is I find that I've gotten to a point where 
playing games, I think it, it offers me a lot more than it did when I really could barely skate. Like I think when you, when you try to play a game really early on in learning, it's, it's like too much. And yeah, I mean, you definitely can learn some things and it can be fun, but it can be so overwhelming all of the, cause you're, you know, you're just, you don't have the skating coordination yet in the handling. But I think at a certain threshold, you really, you, you tip over that threshold and then you gain so, so much from every you know moment in play. And I've been uh, really experiencing that last few weeks. And have you had moments like that where you, maybe the last time you did get to play uh, in, in, a, in games, you remember uh, having moments where you feel like tons of things are just clicking because they're actually working in, in gameplay or, or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't played in a while, but I feel like like over the summer I've done so much that like, if I went back now to play, I'm like completely like, you know, different than what I was before. Like before, I mean, That's like, we're still talking, you know, like, keep your head up, right? And look and see what's going on in the play right now. But I feel like even just with like working on like the basic stick handling and stuff, it's just more confidence. And then just for like comfortable looking up and like seeing what's around and actually analyzing, you know, like where yeah. my team is. I think that's the thing I, I do miss about like, you know, even just playing shinny and dropping, it's just like being able to see things as they happen, right? And try to track things, right? Like track where your players are, where, you know, where your teammates going to be or where they're going kind of thing and where the puck might be. Like all that stuff, it's hard to, I would say like learn when you're just on your own practicing like shooting and stick handling or whatever, right? You need like those kind of training, like just to like sharpen your mind doing like things like seeing plays as they happen, like, and then like reacting to it kind of thing. So yeah, I, I've missed playing like you can just pick up shitty and just stuff like that. I would do a lot of visualizing stuff last spring during the quarantine time. I when I was practicing, I I tried my best to like put my mind in an actual game setting and look up and pretend, but it's hard to do that and to to kind of keep it up enough that you gain a real benefit, but. It is certainly a, a wise thing to be doing almost at all times, I guess, when we're practicing stick handling and practicing all, all of our skills really is to like have in the back of your mind that the, the playing situation, because it's always different, I guess, when you're actually playing and, you know, when you have to, when your acceleration becomes not arbitrary but it's actually because someone's behind you and they're pushing you know and you have to yeah you get that active pressure right and it's, it's so different reacting to like what's going on right like what's that person in front of the defender doing right that's how it's yeah. going to dictate what you're going to do right so without like that that added pressure kind of thing and or like you know what they're going to do it's kind of hard to train for it I, I do the same thing as what you do is like visualize someone right half the time i'm seeing down the ice i'm like okay defenders here or a person's here right try to skate around but in a real game it's like you got to see how they're angling you off or what they're doing yeah, yeah. Of, right? then you react kind of thing right so it's, it's it's different but i mean i tried i know visualization and like you know just like the mindset of going into it and just like seeing plays and stuff like that in your head really helps but to actually play it and actually like react to it is different completely different so yeah but it's, that's, I don't know, I, I find that's, it's kind of the fun of it. I'm actually happy I can't 
practice that alone because then there wouldn't be such a specialness to actually playing <laughs> with others. If you could just get it all alone, then, then you don't even need to play. So, but where do you um, plan, like, where do you hope to go uh, with hockey? Are you um, planning to play in like a beer league type of team or do you prefer to just kind of continue on with more shinny style play or kind of what are your uh, hopes in the next year or two, like, what do you want to do uh, in hockey? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I mean, like, I, I do enjoy playing, like, shinny and just pick up and stuff, but, like, I, but I think where I learn the most is when I'm challenged. So, like, playing, like, against people who are, like, higher level, higher skilled than me, and that's where I'm like, okay, strive to, you know, be better and try to, you know, get there or you can get to that level and then keep going and see where I can go with it. So, uh, probably, like, if, after this whole situation and whatever is kind of settled. Yeah. And I would love to just go back and actually play back on the, the team that I was on and just kind of like build from there. I don't really have like a full direction of where I want to go, but just more just like to be able to play and like even play at a higher level than I am at now kind of thing. Yeah. What level was the lead, the team you were playing on? Was it a, um, just an adult league or something? Yeah, it was just like a female adult league that they had it was like i can't i think we're rec b or rec c i can't even remember <laughs> but see, it's hard to say what level that is because i mean like it's all different within the city and stuff right or even like city to city within alberta it's just completely different calgary might have like a little bit more a uh, higher skill for i think it's just because what's available around them and even the pro players yeah. are situated down there and then versus what you have up here and your competition is different so when that's different, it's just like your skill level will probably vary between. So I don't even know how to describe what skill level that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, did it, when you were playing, were there lots of people that were really good? Or was it a more mid-range you felt like? Like lots of people that are... Like mid-range. And then I know there's higher up tiers, but I felt like the ones that I, the, in the, the division that I was playing is, is more mid-range. I mean, you would have your pretty decent skaters or really fast skaters coming out of like, you know, college who played college and university. Oh uh, yeah. And then there are your average, you know, you know, a little bit, you know, can handle the puck and pass can shoot kind of thing, but still not like super fast to the point where you're like chasing them half the time kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to just check a note real quick. Um, I wanted to ask about, um, well, I guess we could briefly talk about training kind of tools and aids as people call them. Cause I think, I mean, we were already mentioned it earlier, how kind of you found your way to off ice practice mostly just cause you wanted to constantly learn and you, how can you constantly learn if you can only rely on ice time? And I guess that's sort of an obvious way that lots of people find their way to it. Um, cause I just know that there's people out there that are trying to learn. I've, I know some folks that are, you know, they're curious, they're, they're dabbling in learning to play, but it doesn't even occur to them to like, to, to get a green biscuit or even inquire about how they could practice off the ice. They just see it as, oh, ice hockey is a game you play on ice with five V five. And so the only way I'm ever going to practice and play is by going and doing that, you know, instead of thinking essentially outside of the box and 
all that I think the most successful adult learners realize that they need to think outside the box and practice in, in every way you can think of. And a big part of that would be, I guess, training tools, you know, aids, things like the green biscuit and, uh, or, or uh, different types of sticks for playing on concrete, things like that. So what tools have you found to be very, very useful in your uh, progression? Um, even just the basic as a golf ball, like, I mean, in the house, I mean, you got carpet everywhere, right? So it's just like, just doing that, like, I always have a stick, like, just like, very close by, like within hand reach, right? So I'll be like, <laughs> watch a hockey game or whatever, and I'll just be sticking out, like, just like, you know, keeping your head up and just, just having that feel and just building that, I don't know, muscle memory for your hands, right? Like, you yeah. know, everything, right? So it's just like very simple things. It doesn't even, have, you don't even need like a big space for it. Half the time I'm just in like a little box of like probably like four feet, maybe two feet. <laughs> and then yeah. I'll be like sticking in that little area, right? So, I mean, it's just little things. The more you do it kind of thing, the more comfortable you're going to be with it. So, um, it doesn't have to be fancy. Like, I don't have, like, passing aids and whatever, right? And I just recently bought, like, tiles, like the off-ice tiles, just for, like, to do some stick handling outside or indoor. But oh, yeah, you, I haven't you got a few? Cool. I even haven't set that up yet. It's still in a box. I bought that, like, a couple months ago. <laughs> you know, you yes. don't need to while it's ODR season. There's no need. No, yeah, not right now. Yeah, yeah. But when, uh, yeah, summertime comes around, I then then I'll use it. But um, the Mars blades have been probably one of the things that I think is a great training tool, especially for um, when it's, like, off ice and, like, you don't get ice time. It's just something to keep your skate, keep up with your skating just to get out there. I mean, you just find a small concrete patch and just like, you know, and just get yeah, out there. And did you previously try with regular rollerblades? Uh, no, no, I haven't been rollerblading since I was a kid. So okay. <laughs> or just like jump into it. Okay, let's just get some more blade and let's just do this, right? That's good. I'm curious what you would have thought because I, I was using regular rollerblades a lot before <laughs> Mars blades and so the difference becomes very clear when you contrast to the two. But then when you contrast all three together, like ice skating and the two, yeah. the difference is even more clear because they're both, no matter what, it's always different, you know, not being on the ice. But Mars blades get you about as close as you can get. And Yeah, for sure. Like Mars blade, yeah, I, I couldn't say, I don't know about regular roller blades, but even, even like stopping, especially on concrete. Yeah, is, of course. You know, like those abrupt movements, you can't really do. You just on, can't like, really do them, but yeah, it's fine. I you... know... Oh, sorry, cut. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. You can keep going. Oh no, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, I, I was skating on like the Mars blade over the summer, and then I ended up like signing up for some power skating lessons just to to work on like that technique, right? And then mm. that first time getting back on the ice after like what three, four months of not being on the ice, I was like, whoa. Why is it so slippery? <laughs> yeah, right. It's I had the same experience. I mean, oh, luckily yeah. the rust the rust <laughs> shook off really fast, but the first half hour of that first skate in particular, I was oh, yeah. so so wobbly and shaky compared to normal. I was like, but then but by the second time I skated, I was actually kind of right back on track. But it yeah, it does throw you off. Yeah. Uh, the first least, time well, what's going on? Did I forget how to skate? Why is it so slippery? Did, are my skates sharpened? I'm like, what's yeah, going on? Different. Yeah. It just took, it took a little bit. I mean, but it was very quick though. Yeah. Like within that hour at the end of the lesson, I was like, okay, you know, you know, I'm getting it. And then the next one is just like, okay, back to regular kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So, so, like, I, yeah. 
Yeah, going from like the Mars Blade, it, it, it's different, but it's very similar in a way as well. So Similar enough. I think for many of us that spend so much time practicing on concrete and off ice, especially during, I mean, a lot of people had the opportunity to experience that because of COVID. You know, people that otherwise maybe wouldn't have even been bothering to do off ice training. I think we all can attest to the fact that I mean, for me, if it wasn't for off-ice training, I probably could barely even play hockey right now. I mean, I feel like 80% of what I've learned has been during off-ice time because the, the, it's, such a long, it's such a massive season. You can do it any time of year. And the, the, well, we're, luckily, you and I live in Canada, so we have ODR uh, seasons and we have access to it. But, you know, it's... I've probably made the most amount of progress in my hockey playing off the ice because you just have it's like infinite time and well not infinite time, but you're, yeah, you're just, it's everywhere. And it's a long series of months, you know, that you can spend doing that. Um, yeah. In the summer, like I don't think I would have put in the same amount of time for off ice training. Like if it was, regular where I'm playing shinny here and there kind of thing. I yeah. found that as there was that lack of ice and that, you know, not being able to do it, I was more just like focused on, okay. I lost you for a moment. And then just like stick handle. I was like, okay, let's do this. And then I found that I put uh, way more time than I, I'm pretty sure I put way more time than I would have normally put in. If I was like playing on a regular, just like, oh, summer shinny or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. so, because of COVID, <laughs> I was kind of more like, okay, how can I, you know, keep up with training and then like put the time in and do this? And I was just like, okay, you know, I'll concentrate on this. And then I'm like, yeah, I think I've seen the most improvement probably this summer from like what I've done so far. So, cool. So, COVID actually helped you, maybe? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, something I've noticed in your in your uh, videos and so well there's a concept and by the way if you don't know like I have a, a background in just being really uh, passionate about learning like how humans learn particularly motor learning I used to be a personal trainer and a parkour coach and a lot of my interest throughout all those years of my life was really in how people learn to do anything with their body and, and just the means to do it because I saw what felt like a lot of people that want to learn how to do same, but what they're actually lacking is the how to learn. Like they, they're too focused on the skill itself and not focused enough on the, the actual process of attaining it. And you seem to have probably just intuitively maybe, but a, a good, I like a good method for just how to learn things and to go about it. And one of my favorite concepts uh, in learning is this idea of uh, lateral versus vertical progression. And so lateral progression is you take a skill that you can already, let's say it's like a toe drag and you, you move, you figure out all the different situations in which you can use it in all the different blade angles and body positions. And so you just kind of take the one thing and you expand from that. Whereas vertical is just, you go upward to like the next level. So it's like, oh, I can do toe drag, done, like complete. Now I'm going to learn how to do back end. And now that's complete. Now I'm going to learn how to do this. And it's a, 
it's quite well understood that that kind of progression tends to bottleneck people and also lead to a much less well-rounded uh, skill development. So I guess I would just be curious of your thoughts about kind of um, like what aspects of how you've gone about practicing do you think have really helped you to learn so much? Because I would say from an outsider looking in, you, you've, it seems like you've learned a lot you know, in a relatively short amount of time. Um, a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm impressed. Like, wow, you've, you've progressed so much. And so what do you think has, what are some, I don't know, maybe even you could look at it as what are like some tips you would give to people that are trying to uh, learn to play as well. And maybe they're starting from ground zero. It's, you know, some interesting things you've realized through your practice that you would pass on to others. I think it's more, um, I think performing something slowly at first, like getting, like breaking everything down to like the very simple forms, like, okay, how, like stick angle, like how I should, you know, be holding the stick, where the puck should be. And like, you know, like how, you know, how, where, what, basically what position, like I should be, how I should be standing or like when I'm doing a motion, like go through those motions slowly and like see the details in it where it's like, okay, if I, over rotate my hand the pucks is going to come out from the other side right so it's just like the learning like the really fine details of things like i break it down usually like okay i'm doing it quickly but am i doing it correctly right so then it's like slow it down to be like get that angle right get that puck placement where it needs to be so that when you're performing the actual like toe drag or whatever it is that you're actually doing it like to more high chances of like staying on your stick right so yeah. like how i'm always like breaking down the skills that I'm doing and like especially I think one of the things I noticed most is like when I was trying to just like learn how to like lift a puck right or like scoop a puck right mm. and then I'd be constantly do it like try to like flick it flick it flick it flick it and try to get it on my blade but then I was like I'm like okay wait a minute let me slow down so then I'd like record a video of it and be like okay the blade is like not even like you know like lined up to where I need it to be so I was like, okay, change that. Little little details, nothing. Okay, try to keep, you know, like the, the blade flatter or whatever it is, right? And it's just like kind of like breaking down the scale slowly and then finally getting it, okay, it needs to hit it directly this way or whatever it is, right? So it's like taking time to like learn what's actually going on than just feeling the motions of it kind of thing. Because you can like get it like one out of like, say like 10 times or whatever, right? But that's not consistent enough, right? You want to be able to do it consistently. So it's like, <laughs> down until you get what you need to like you know like how to get it consistent is like you know getting that muscle memory so it's almost like slowly breaking it down until you get it and you're like okay this is how the highest chances of me like you know getting the puck on my stick is doing it this way so then it's like building that muscle memory and slowly building up speed and everything with it so i think i usually do that for everything i'm like i'm never like done with one thing it's never like toe drag check or like yeah, there's, there's no such thing right and no, it's always it's, like tweaks that you can do and little things that you can like adjust and make better kind of thing and like do better yeah. and like there's always different ways that you're like oh if i just you know change my you know hand to do this instead roll over like this instead of that it's like oh completely different right like there's so many different things that you can do to always improve or make it better or even just like get to a different level of doing that same skill so I'll be like, I can work on like crossovers forever, but I'm still always learning something new about it. Like something I can change about it, something I can do better or like position myself better, like how I'm like lining up my body better kind of thing. So yeah, that's why like yeah. 
else, right? So you're never done with something, you're just learning. You're just basically on a next, there's another step. step. Basically, once you're done one step, there's another step that's a little bit, you know, something that you can change that you can do better with it. So that's kind of like my learning mindset. It's just like there's always something that you can learn from it. So never be like yeah. one-off. It's not a one-off. Once you're done, you're done, right? No, that's never the thing. I mean, it's always constant learning and constantly like trying to get better at it. So I feel like what you're saying is probably one of the most massively important aspects of how to go about learning something. It, it makes me think of when I was a kid, I was a, I was a BMX biker at one point and I just, I look back at those memories because, and I also, I did like skateboarding when I was like 10 and 11 and I was so bad at, at learning some of the skills. Like I became good at certain things just probably by chance. I figured them out, but I look back on it and wonder like, why couldn't I learn some of these tricks? Like I just never could. And I tried so hard at that time. And it's because I see it in my mind now that I would just, my method was just keep trying it over and over and over again. But I never like thought about the fine details of why it wasn't working. Like with a kickflip, for instance, for like multiple years as a child, I tried to learn it and never could get it. I feel like now if I'd tried it, I'd probably be able to learn it in, in like less than a few months time from scratch almost, because I feel like I would just have this approach in my mind of like breaking it down to every little detail until I hone in on exactly why, you know, it's not working. But I think, uh, I guess what I'm saying here is there's a takeaway that some people, I think like a sure way to run into a wall and, and to kind of not follow through on, let's say, beginning to play hockey and learning is to go with the mindset of just, you know, take X, Y, and Z skill and just relentlessly try it and get frustrated that it's not working and never really move from that space, you know, just, just like keep trying and trying and trying and, and don't actually break it down or question. It's such a, I don't, I mean, it kind of sounds obvious to me now, but I think people uh, can pretty easily make that mistake if, if they don't notice and, you know, they're like, they want to learn how to do a, a shot and they just keep trying to shoot the thing over and over and over again and wonder why it's not working and then just give up because they get frustrated. Um, yeah, I, I get what you got. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it's just like a, what, what would you call that? Like an approach where it's like, you're not really like looking at what you're doing. They're just more like doing it kind of thing. Yeah, you just, just like, keep, yeah, you just keep trying relentlessly without ever really questioning why it's not working. Your mindset is like, oh, eventually if I keep trying, it just will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if I just keep doing it, it's going to happen, right? But it's like, no, like, especially, I mean, that's how you, I think you form really bad habits. Like when they do like those challenges, like oh, shoot hundred pucks a day or whatever, I'm thinking, is it quality or quantity, right? Like, quality mm. pucks, you know, like if I shot maybe only 20 really good ones, it's way better than doing like a hundred wrong ones, right? Like if I'm not like doing it correctly, it's just like you're just building bad habits from doing stuff like that, right? Like just like, you're just like, oh, if I do like a hundred, oh, I shot like a thousand pucks, you know, over the summer. It's like, you know, but were they really like quality shots or were they just, you know, like quantity shots, right? So. That's true. That's something I've noticed too. And it bugs me sometimes. I mean, it's well intended to, you know, to get people just to practice more, I suppose. But yeah, the, the idea of a, a challenge like that, like, yeah, shoot a hundred every day for, it's essentially meaningless unless you actually think about it and focus and, and shoot with intention. But if you just shoot a hundred, 
it could be that could be a hundred useless shots almost you know because yeah exactly quality over quantity and i remember i I made a post about that at some point i think so i think yeah yeah Yeah, it is all yeah and you know what It, it reminds me of here's something you could harp on maybe um what makes like a really good session for you like versus what's like a bad session like do you ever have a day when you go to the odr and afterwards you're kind of just like eh, i wasn't as fun as i was hoping and then another day you go and you're like man that was freaking great i love it i'm so happy right now like i'm gonna have a great day <laughs> oh yeah yeah i have those all the time like yeah 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 i get those good days and the bad days i think it's just like the um, the mindset when you go into it like when when i'm when i when things are clicking like okay i can actually you know move the puck well whatever right and it's going and you feel like things are connecting you're not losing you know the puck here and there whatever and you're finding like okay this is working well but sometimes when you when you're not having those good days where it's like okay the ice might be a little more rougher right so you might not get a better good handle on the on the puck or your skating's a little bit off kind of thing and if you get yourself stuck in where it's like oh this sucks right Ugh, do better right like you gotta kind of like you kind of get trapped into that thinking you're like oh this sucks this is negative kind of thing right and you're like but for me i'm like i i, find, I catch myself when i do that when i get yeah. stuck in where i'm like oh i can't even get a shot you know like i keep missing the net or keep missing whatever right and then it's just like kind of almost like you just gotta take a break for a second rethink you're like okay focus on something else like just a small thing you know, one thing do one little thing right right like yeah. okay hold your stick this way and like make sure that it comes off the blade like so whatever and then if i can just get that even if the shot's off at least i got one thing right like that little thing so it's like sometimes it's like when you're trying to take everything in at once it's too much so you're just like okay focus on one little thing if i can get that little thing right it's you know small accomplishments kind of thing so Ooh, that's, that's yeah yeah no no you're I, I love this i just the other day i was listening to a podcast but it was related it's from the parkour and movement field, but they were talking about the difference or the ability to recognize what they uh, termed small wins. And the idea was if someone is, for instance, playing a sport and to them, the only difference between win and lose is like, did they win the game versus, you know, or did they lose? And if, if your focus is only win, and let's say you're playing against people that are better than you, you're just always going to lose. And this type of mindset can lead to people just being frustrated and quitting, like no doubt, because it's no fun. Whereas if you can uh, put it the what win and lose means into your own terms and decide that win means like holding onto the puck for a little bit longer than you did last time or getting your shot even just on net or receiving a pass that you failed to receive the last time because, you know, it went into your skates. Like if you can just find like a million little wins – then you know every single experience you're you're winning like crazy and you're happy and and you want to keep going i think it's exactly what you just said basically it's just finding yeah like when you're a lot of times you get frustrated because you're trying to like do a bunch of stuff all together and and you're just you feel like you should be able to do it but you can't and the way to bring yourself back is to just do one little thing and like just have the tiniest bit of improvement on that and then you instantly you start to feel better i've had the exact same experience and i have to catch myself too because otherwise i can sometimes just like kind of have like a very like meh session where i just like 
it's just <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's not terrible. Like I didn't have an awful yeah, time. I do like, like some stuff done, but I didn't get as much as I wanted out of that. Right? Like I get those. Like I have those days where I'm like, this should have gone way better. I've been here for like two hours. I'm like, and this is all I got. Right? It's like kind of yeah. mediocre, kind of like shooting mediocre kind of thing. It's like, it's like, oh damn. Like, did I just waste two hours of my time, you know, of not doing much kind of thing? So, sometimes, yeah, yeah I, I, have, I catch myself doing that a lot, but it's just, like, I think just, like, going into, like, say, a session or whatever it is with just, like, small little things in your mind that you want to get accomplished that day, right? And just focus on those, and sometimes when it's not going well, you just kind of bring it back to what you were there for, just for the little couple little things, right? And if you can yeah. get that right, like, you can take a little bit positive out of that and then just like bring it to the next next session kind of thing yeah that's that's exactly what i'm thinking of i've had these exact experiences where you you have to yeah like usually when i go and practice i have my mind like one or two things that like i'm kind of eager to practice but then usually if it's a good session you end up doing a whole bunch of other stuff too but it's bad when you don't really have anything in mind you do too much and you never really hone in on anything at least that's how I often find I, and it's your strategy of you have to catch yourself and like come back and just focus on the littlest thing. And I had a really good session, not recently on my pond where my ice was all messed up. There's like water coming over the sides, even though it was minus 20 because it has to do with the weight of the snow and just the dynamics of spring water and stuff. But I had very little ice and I was kind of tired, so I decided to, you know, I, I had skates on, but I barely even did anything that required skates. I really just was, like, practicing moving the puck around uh, a shovel, like, and, but just, like, going really minute details on that, you know, and just a single movement, and then, like, swing out wide around the obstacle, and ended up having a great time because I feel like I discovered you know, 15 different things about just that, just moving the puck like from one side of your body to the other as quickly as you can. Cause when you're in gameplay, you, you need to do it quick. You need to do it under pressure. You need to change angles depending on the angles of, you know, defenders. And it, um, yeah, there's just something about focusing on details and like being really, really focused that makes practice good and sort of vice versa, not focusing and having your mind be aloft, that can really throw off like a, a good practice moment. Yeah, I think I went to the ODR, like it was like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, but it was like just full of snow. And I was like, okay, shovel a little bit, you know, get some stick handling, in, right? And so I did a little, and it was freezing cold, like ridiculously cold. And I'm like, why yeah. am I and I basically spend most of the time just shoveling. I spent like probably like an hour and a half just shoveling. I'm like, well, might as well do something, right? Because you know, I can't really stick kind of in this cold kind of thing. So instead, I just shoveled the whole rink. And then it was basically, as I'm doing it, I was like, okay, let me just work on my skating like stride, right? So when I'm holding that shovel, I'm like working on my stride the whole time. I'm like, right leg, okay, right leg, right leg. So basically for an hour and a half, all I did was working on stride, right? But I didn't really do any like, stick handling nothing right that I intended to do so but I got a little bit of something else out of just like a good you know leg exercise kind of thing so I was like okay that was actually a good session I was like okay at least I got some stride work in right <laughs> even if it was like a shovel I'm like good enough right so I was like actually this has turned out to be pretty fun even though it's freezing but 
you know, I got something done, something accomplished, little bits at a time kind of thing, right? So I can go in with the mindset of, like, I want to do stick handling, but end up actually doing stride work. I'm like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right? I'm like, I still got something out of it, so. That's funny. I, I uh, while shoveling a rink, I also, I had moments where I realized that it, it's a good moment to practice your crossover start uh, while shoveling. Because if, if you begin your shovel push with a crossover start, you, you're like pushing against kind of a, a force. And something about the positioning of the body, but I found it really helpful. I, I found the the crossover start was occurring very naturally, uh, like from the, you the right, like yeah, like because you got something resisting, so you actually can lean over and where you need to like set your blades, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was one of those things where it's you never really know where where you might uh, find kind of a moment, uh, an opportunity to to progress and learn something. And I think a, a hallmark of a lot of uh, good adult learners out there is, is just that openness to like, everything is a possibility to, there's always possibilities to improve and just all over the place, you know, and you have to just always be open to it. And uh, that actually brings me to my thought on, um, I wanted to talk a little about creativity in practice because I recall during the pandemic you had a shared a video of like juggling a soccer ball and <laughs> you know I don't necessarily think I'm not saying you were doing that like on purpose like to become better at hockey but it just reminded me of also kind of the idea of lateral progression which is just that sometimes it really helps to just do something totally different or have a lot of variety it doesn't necessarily have a direct benefit, but in a way it, it can, like I, in a way like that practice, even if you just did it cause you felt like it just cause you were like, you know what, I'm craving something different, but that alone can sometimes spur uh, things that you don't expect. You know, it, it can, you realize things that you didn't realize in your normal uh, play. And I, I wonder if you have any sort of intention behind that or, or what, do you experiment frequently with um, kind of changing things up in, in funny ways? Like what's an example? Like uh, like last year during pandemic, I would go to the park and be on grass and I would like practice slamming the puck into a fence like out of the air. And I would just like did whatever I could find to do because I had a hard time finding good concrete at the time. So I was like, all right, well, I guess uh, – helps to be able to, you know, knock the puck out of the air. So let me just, I'll just go to some grass and do that. But, and that like leads to one thing and another. And I find that all those little things uh, really help. So have you found anything like that in your practice where doing different varieties of things or doing things that are kind of stretched, like things that aren't really practical to actually playing hockey but you just do them for fun sort of deal like juggling a puck in the air for instance you know a lot of people learn that even though we never really use it i'm trying to be better at puck chicks <laughs> i suck at juggling a puck but like yeah the soccer thing was more just like i remember i'm like i have a soccer ball i'm like i want to learn how to like at least kick it and juggle a little bit right so then uh, i don't know how i got onto like soccer uh, pages of like people doing tricks I'm like oh that's cool i'm like well that's a different type of like movement that i can kind of like just you know, do and use, but I found that it was good to apply actually to also to hockey, just to keep light on your feet and just to be more like intentional with like 
ankle movements and different things, right? Yeah, that was more movement. It just kind of turned out to be, oh, actually put this, you know, like part of it is, you know, just getting that coordination, right? So it's just like, this works for hockey too, right? So I was like, you know what? Do something different. And other stuff would be like, even right now, I'd be like, if I gotta shovel the sidewalk, I'm like doing like backhand, it's like, like to shovel, I'm changing up how <laughs> But like, you know, just to like figure out, okay, what am I doing? Can I build some muscles for like, you know, hockey somehow, right? It's like yeah. the money of like, you know, yeah, shoveling is one thing. Sweeping, I'm like, same thing, right? Like, I mean, mm. do like little things. Like, how can I apply that to, you know, what I'm doing now or training or just little things? And like, hey, well, this looks like a, you know, a forehand, you know, like face off, you know, like when you're trying to take something, right? Like, okay, you're <laughs> holding the boom weird, but it works, right? Like, okay, I'll just practice, you know, doing this. And it's just like random things that I'm doing, like, I think juggling was another one. I was just like, oh, let me see if I can juggle, right? And then it, that, that's more just like, and then you're working on your hand-eye, right? So you can actually like multitask and do the different things at a time. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that would probably apply also to, you know, like seeing the play, seeing things move around, right? So it's just like random things that you can do. And then you're like, wait a second, this kind of applies to hockey as well, right? So <laughs> it's kind of like- Yeah, and like- it, I mean, it's, for one, there's the concept or the idea just that being- a generally better uh, athlete or mover will help you in any sport really. And, you know, most, uh, a lot of like strength conditioning coaches out there and stuff will always kind of talk about that concept that especially with like kids, they don't want kids to over-specialize in sports because it, it can compartmentalize them way too much. They need to build a broad athleticism and with an adult as well. There's essentially no, there's a, no limits to like how much just general athleticism and movement ability can translate into anything else. You know, if you're just better at manipulating your body in space, it'll make you better at skating. And so mm-hmm. any opportunity to just like practice, yeah, the movement of your body in space and with objects is it's an opportunity to become better. And very, uh, it's awesome that you, uh, are doing that and have that mindset. I, I like to see when other people are doing things like that. It's very fun. <laughs> um, I had another question I was going to ask based off that. Well, I'll just move on to sign Um, Are you excited at all for the uh, end of ODR season or no? <laughs> no, <laughs> I miss the ice. <laughs> so I'm like getting out there like as much as I can. I'm like, we just had like a cold bout for like a week and a half. So I went yesterday and it was still a little bit cold, but I was like, you know what, let me get out there and like skate and just whatever. I'm like, I'm using as much time as I can for whatever ice is left like currently. So when it ends, I'm kind of more like hoping that some things open back up, hopefully, because they used to have public skates, but I doubt it. I'm thinking like probably like not till summer or later in the fall before things kind of get back. Yeah. Around. So then I got to like find different ways to keep training. So I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do then. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, there's the one part of me that <clears throat> is beginning to sort of look forward to spring. Just kind of, I mean, you know, I love winter like more than anyone. So I'm, I don't need it to go away, but sometime around mid February, I feel like it's normal to in your mind. You're like, Oh, spring. That sounds nice. But n- not having a nice time is no fun, but I get, I get kind of excited for actually thinking about, uh, off ice practice. Like it's its own like separate kind of fun, you know, it's different, but I like the sound of a green biscuit 
on surfaces. Oh, yeah. It's like a really nice sound. And I, I, I just noticed it myself, like I'm sort of looking forward to that actually. And this summer I'm going to be practicing on a sport court pretty much. Oh, nice. Because it's, I moved and it's the only, like I live in a very rural area. It's the only really viable training surface around. There are no like parking lots uh, near where I live. It's a small, it's a small little village. And so the, the nearest thing is a, is actually like a nice roller rink 20 minutes away. Nice, I'm nice, pretty excited yeah. though. Cause the stick and the puck slide on it. Really very, well. very similar to ice. Like it's much more seamless uh, than I guess rough concrete, which is what I was used to before. So I'm actually excited for that. Yeah, for summer. Yeah, even just the weather-wise, right? Like just to get out there and then be like, even doing sprints or doing whatever, right? Like different, different, different type of training kind of thing. So it'll be yeah, really nice. The variety is good. Do you also find that a lot of times you're doing, you're changing things up and going for variety simply just because it's fun? Like you just want to change it up. Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. I mean, I mean I'm like, I'll be like taking my dog for a walk and I'll be like, you know, I'll sprint for like, you know, the short distance. And then we end up being like doing like probably like 10 different sprints like throughout the walk, right? Just just for fun, for, for something different. But also at the same yeah. time, for mine, I'm like, this works for hockey, right? Because you're always doing, you know, those like quick starts and stuff, right? So I, I find that I, I like the change up of like just different things. I'll maybe like, when it was open, it was like tennis, play outside, play tennis, whatever. Different sport, lateral movement, different ways of moving. But it's just like yeah. completely different. So it's just like, yeah, find different things to do. Yeah, I, I actually think that's something important um, for people to keep in mind too. Because uh, well, I think if, if you, like we're, you and I are both obviously obsessed with hockey, but it, it, even when you're this obsessed, sometimes you want to change it up and you get – not like bored per se, but you're like, you know what? I've done a lot of this the last few weeks. I kind of feel like doing something a bit different today. And to just allow yourself to, to do those things instead of being like, no, I got to keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think can be sort of a, I mean, it, I think sometimes people do that without realizing that like, Oh, maybe they should, should have actually went for the different thing. Um, Cause maybe there's more benefit from just the joy of it and it keeps things fresh. And that's kind of why I like the seasonality of hockey since I'm into playing outdoors more than anything. It's, it's nice that I can't just play, you know, every season of the year, exactly the same. Like I enjoy that there's this, that it changes, you know, month by month, like the, the opportunities. It, like it makes you miss it a bit to the point where you're just kind of like you're ready to you anticipate that you know the next season of like okay i'm gonna do all this and whatever but like in the off season you're just kind of like you know like it's a you get to do some other stuff outside of hockey so you're not always focused on it because if you're doing that like throughout the whole year it's almost seems for me it'd be probably too much it'd be like okay i, I might like lose that enjoyment uh, after a while because you're like doing the same things over and over kind of thing and it's, yeah. it's business hockey right and you're like no i can't i can't do that right you need a little variety something different like tennis i i play here and there and like pickleball i'll play here and there kind of thing it's just like something to change it up that's not hockey related but like in the same way it can still build on what you're doing that can come back to hockey right like movements and stuff like that so yeah and uh you know there's a lot to life and a lot of us have plenty of other interests speaking of that do you do you have other passions that are totally uh, different from hockey? 
Yeah, yeah. I like to paint. Uh, basically, creative side is more just like painting and stuff, like on the side. Oh, cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doing something non-sport related. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a uh, a big nature nature guy, nature lover, and I was a farmer previously and you know i i want to just be outside and be in the woods and i have a forest where i live and i just spend time on it and all that and do a garden in the summer and it's like you know that's a lot of stuff to do while also trying to practice hockey all the time so i gotta somehow try and find time for it all but i'm just so obsessed for some reason with hockey at this point in my life i don't know why and it seems like you are too but can't help myself. It just makes me really happy. And, and I think the number one thing I like is if I had to, I'm kind of curious to hear you try and uh, put to words why you're uh, so into hockey, but the closest I could come with to figuring that out would be that it, it very much brings me back to like the joys of playing uh, when I was a kid and I was into various sports and things and just like the experience of just like trying to figure out how to do something and like, I would play by myself in my backyard as a kid all the time and like try to get better at certain things. And my experience in hockey has very much been that, like just that joy of being outside and like trying to figure out how to do this skill or, and man, it just, it makes you feel so good. So that's what I feel like is kind of my why, but why do you think you're so into hockey? Um, I think it's always been like what I, what how I am though like growing up I, I can like I spent probably like I don't know how many hours just outside just like shooting a basketball like shooting the same shot like I don't know how many times right I can do like one thing and it'll just keep me entertained for like hours on end just cuz it's just like I'm accomplishing fun <laughs> basically it's just like a learning curve like I think snowboarding was a thing I was like I just jumped into it I was like you know what I want to learn how and all I did was like get get the gear and I strapped on the boots and then I was like on the hill and I'm just learning how to do it and it's just that learning curve it's just like learning something new trying something new and knowing that you can you know actually do this is like I don't know it just gives you motivation to be like okay I can do anything really like you know like you it's crazy how you once you put your mind to it it's just like things can happen if you're dedicated to it then you can like actually make something out of it so I think for me, hockey is just more like, it's, it's such a big learning curve. Like there's so much to learn about it and it's always evolving that I think that's what keeps me um, so interested and so motivated to like keep going in it. So Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you learned other things as an adult? Is it sort of just a general thing you like to do? Like kind of take on challenging new journeys and go through you did did you was snowboarding that way you picked it up as well, yeah exact same adult and i was just like you know what cool snowboarding i want to try this and it's just like jump right in and i'm like this is awesome this is so much fun right and it's just like skateboarding as a, as probably like later on in my life i was like okay let me try this might as well you know i try a ton of different things like even like playing musical instruments i'd be like you know what i want to learn how right and so i'll just like kind of do it mm-hmm. and be like, oh. but then sometimes i'm like myself too thin right because i'm trying so many different things but yeah, I think yeah. it's like so focused i'm like i love this so much that you know it, it kind of marries like skating and like the you know the aspects of different things that you gotta do with it that i'm like it's keeping me happy and like entertained for little things that like you can do little things i don't know 
just accomplishing little things is just like, okay, it just brings me more motivation to keep going with it. No, I know what you mean. I also have, I guess I've always been this way, but like I learned a violin as an adult. So it's funny you mentioned musical instruments. And um, well, I guess that's the big one. I'm learning French currently, but uh, yeah, I, like there's just a good joy to learning uh, very challenging new skills. I especially love like motor skills because I just find them interesting to, to get your body to figure out how to do something it previously couldn't at all. Um, but I, may, I guess may, it might just be a personality you know, trait among a lot of uh, adult beginners of various things. Like this, like we all have this similar kind of drive to learn these new things, no matter how kind of insurmountable they seem. Because I think hockey is one of the sports probably fairly unique from a lot of other sports that it's, it's a learning curve is so big because probably just because of ice skating really, because it's, it's, it's almost like it's a whole separate entity and you need to be masterful at it. And whereas other sports you're on your feet and yeah, you can get always better at being on your feet, but you know, we all can walk and I guess like run a little bit, even if we're not the greatest at it. So like you feel like you can just like jump into learning to play basketball and that you you're further along already. Cause at least you can run, but in hockey, like you start from, you know, we start from so far behind mm-hmm. because we can barely even skate. It's like we're babies learning to crawl before we can, you know, play uh, basketball or soccer or something. So but yeah, it, it seems like you uh, have that mindset of just, you want to learn something. So you just do it just like begin and, and go. And I get why hockey is the one right now. Cause yeah, it feels like there's a never ending like room for growth. And, I mean, I guess any sport is really like that. Yeah. And you, you do see the growth, like you see little things that you can accomplish. And it's just, it's like right in front of you all the time. Right. And you're like, Oh, I'm doing that just a little bit better than the other day. Right. I'm doing this oh, I learned something new, right? Like I learned how to move, you know, different movements and whatever, right? There's always like so much that you can see that you're adding to your game kind of thing, like a little bit, little bit, little bit. And I think that's why it's so addicting that you see that you're like, okay, uh, you know, I can do this well, but I can, you know, add a little bit more and then I can do even better at what I'm doing right now, right? So it's just like, oh, they're doing, uh, they're, you know, like the, the goal behind the net and stuff, like, you know, like across oh, yeah, goal, yeah. like, like, there's so much creativity in it and it's just like you see it changing in the game and you're just kind of like I can learn you know more and more kind of thing and try and you know get there right it's just I don't know that, I think this is just a, yeah like the growth opportunity it's just it's, it's endless basically right so that's why it's so for me that's why I love it so much yeah yeah I know exactly what you're saying um we'll wrap up soon I just wanted to ask one or two more things you're okay with time yeah, for sure. All right. Um, what would be, a, I guess, like a, a number one piece of advice you would give to a total uh, newcomer to hockey that's, you know, starting from scratch again? Um, just have fun. Like, really, like, and don't even worry about, like, don't compare yourself to other people. Like, it's, everybody's got, like, a starting point. So just, just start. It's basically just go out there and just, like, keep an open mind for, like, what you can learn and potential and just don't get stuck on the things you can't do yet. Like, I mean, it's all just a growing opportunity right now. So just get into it. Just, just do it basically. Yeah. And comparing, that's a big one. Cause uh, 
I often wonder about this, but a lot of people, I think it's easy to compare yourself to others that you think are going through the same journey as you. But in reality, like, even if we all start from scratch, like we're all different. So we all come from a different background. And so different people have different uh, experiences prior. And so like, it's, it's always a, uh, you know, it's never going to go anywhere good to try and compare yourself too much to others. Um, especially if you're like, Oh my God, this person is already you know doing this or how can they do that already? I suck. I can't, I, you know, I've been skating for six months and I still can't do this or something, but you, you don't know what other people have experienced, you know, or you could be looking at someone that was like a world-class athlete in some other sport. And so they just have a big advantage, like right off the, right from the beginning. And so, yeah, I, I just wonder about that sometimes that I get worried that people get discouraged um, by watching other people's uh, just by, yeah, by watching other people and comparing themselves too much instead of allowing it to be a source of inspiration, they might get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, also what do you think is kind of the, what do you think is like a big mistake some people might make uh, in in just in learning to play that leads to them kind of uh tapping out and not really following through or losing interest i think taking on too much at one time like seeing something cool and be like i want to get there now right like it's just like they, they skip over you know how long they have actually put in like the hours and the time to get to this certain level you just kind of be like from point a to point b instead of seeing the journey all between that a to b there's probably like a huge, you know, how much time they've actually spent doing it. I think people don't get caught up in that. Like don't get caught up in like, Oh, I can't do it after, you know, so many times and just kind of give up. It's more just like, just go at your own pace kind of thing. So just like do what's comfortable for you, but also push yourself just a little bit so that you can get better each day. Yeah. That goes back to that small, small little gains we were talking about earlier or, or, small wins and that just that idea of like, unless you can find a way to enjoy the little progress, you, you know, you'll never enjoy then the greater progress that comes over time. Cause you, yeah, progress doesn't occur in big leaps. <laughs> it occurs in tiny increments. And yeah, I guess some people, they get too focused on that. And it, it can lead to just, I think mainly that leads to just not having fun. For me, the most fun thing is just the little improvements. Like that's what I find fun. You know, like going to the rink and practicing one tiny little thing that from the outside out even maybe looks boring because it doesn't seem very interesting. But in your own head, it's deeply interesting because you're focusing on the details. It's so much fun. It's, it makes you feel amazing. And I know I could be like doing the simplest thing, like just skating on my inside edges and just gliding in and be like, this is so fun. And the people looking out are like, you're just doing really basic things, right? But inside my head, I'm like, this is actually really fun. I love doing this. It's just something that connects, right? And it's just something that's working, right? So it's like on the outside, people can see one thing, but what, what the person's actually doing is like completely different. So it's more just like focus on yourself kind of thing, like focus on what you're doing and then just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's what's going on in your head that often is where the the interesting stuff is happening. It's like, yeah, like you, if, if I see a video and you're doing yeah a drill where you're just going around on the inside edge, 
some people might just be like, okay, you're doing an inside edge drill, what of it? But in your head, you're, you were noticing that day that like, oh my God, this weight distribution, I think I just figured it out. This feels amazing. Like it feels way better than it ever did. I feel like I'm picking up speed in each arc and yada, yada, yada. And yeah, that's like my last video I just put up and I was like, it's like the simplest thing. It's just like basic like edge, like inside to outside, whatever. But that day I was like, I'm feeling it, right? Like I feel like a lot more stable on my edges and I can like, you know, get those turns and everything, right? So it's like, yeah, I mean, for the most part, when I put out videos and whatever, it's not for like, for people to like it, whatever. It's just for myself to be like, at this point in time, I felt something for this and I thought it was a good, so, you know, for me, this is my journey kind of thing. Yeah, it's a journal, really. That's kind of what I was thinking when I started an account, too. I was actually very apprehensive about starting because I, I had like four Instagram accounts before that, all for different businesses I did and different things. And and I was like, I, I, just, I don't think I should do another one. Like, why do I do this? I don't even, a lot of things about social media, you know, I really don't, don't like. But it just turned out, it felt like a really good place to kind of just like journal progress. Uh, and I know that Ali, uh, never too late to learn. She says the same thing is just like a means of journaling, essentially tracking progress for herself. And it turns out to be rather fun to do. Yeah. I find that I know a lot of people just do it for like likes and follow, follow me and I'll follow you. I'm like, I don't really care. Right. You know, for me, yeah. I'm just like, I doing it just because I love to do it. I'm putting the content. It's not really for people to like, hey, oh, you suck or whatever. <laughs> or like, you know, you can do that better. Or you can put some more entertaining videos. Up. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I'm doing it just because I want to journal and be like document like my progress and my, you know, my own way of like um, learning, right? So. Yeah, and you've been uh, really consistent lately. I feel like you post almost every day. Oh, it's just because of the ambassador search. <laughs> it's just a few ah, companies okay. have yeah, so I was like, you know what? Let me put some content out and see what I can do, kind of thing. So I got you. Yeah, I've been not posting at all, but I've been playing uh, more than ever. But I, you know, it's it's like it takes effort and work to to always film it and to yeah, yeah. to choose. To you choose. Yeah, you get focused on it too, right? Like, be like, okay, gotta get a good video. But then half the time, I'm like, I'm not really focusing on like actually practicing and training, kind of thing. When I'm too focused on like videoing, so half the time it's like throw the camera on forget about it and just do whatever. Right. So do my own thing. Yeah. That's probably a better way to go about it. I know I've many times I've tried to, I've been thinking I've been having a, an epiphany moment in crossovers and then I've tried to video it and I just like, don't get the video I was hoping for. Like I, I throw yeah. the camera on, I go and do a, a series and then I'm like, ah, oh, that wasn't it. Like what I had it a moment ago. It's hard to, uh, to sometimes uh, keep up and, film like I mean especially too you don't want to share everything like I yeah. often am trying to share moments where I feel like I've done something well when in reality there's you know 99% more of the moments were were the opposite it was figuring out how to do it well but I often like wonder like should I share more of the like all of the stuff that just didn't look good at all and then I yeah. it's like hard to uh right you're like you know like people, right do i edit and throw this out there and just kind of make myself like hey look whatever right this is my journey or do i want to like you know clean up the content a bit right you know like get the better better shots and stick it on there kind of thing yeah yeah because in reality obviously the actual practice is you know loads of 
experimenting, finagling, trying to figure things out. And, and then, you know, and once you get it, you might have uh, something to uh, present as like, this was my result of my practice, but what about the practice itself? You know, that got you to the result. Yeah. Like people don't see like that everything else off camera. It's like, that's where the work is. Right. Like yeah. This bit is just like, it's like a small, small snippet of like, part of my journey right it's like you know you miss all the fails and you know all the stuff that didn't go well it's just like but that's the part of like you know learning so yeah and you miss what's going on in the head which i actually think is probably the most interesting part of it all is it's what the person's thinking about when they're doing those things because that's where they're that's where you're actually in a sense doing the learning like it's it's your brain and your nervous system your your body is just like carrying out what your brain and nervous system are commanding in a way. So I've, I've, I've dabbled with the idea of making uh, videos where I uh, like narrate, like talk okay. over all of the, like what I'm thinking of and everything. I kind of did it uh, last spring. I made like one or two long videos that were like montages and some of it had some talking, but it was too much work. Like I didn't have the motivation to keep up doing that, but it was kind of fun. It's more yeah, interesting to watch. Yeah. I've done something similar, but it was more like for a motorcycle when I was learning to ride a motorcycle and I was like watching all these vlogs and whatever. I'm like, Oh, people are, you know, talking as they're riding. So I was like, let me try this. And I'm like throwing a microphone up there. I'm like, I have <laughs> nothing to say. It's all in my head. Right. So half the time I'm like, do do do. All you see is just riding and you hear breathing. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> But it's more, it's just like what you're thinking at the time, but do I speak it? And do I, do, you know, do I say it aloud kind of thing? And like, you know, that, I mean, that's an interesting part of it. I mean, I, it'd be, it's cool to see inside people's thoughts of what they're thinking as they're doing it. But it's not like, this is just like nonsense. It's just like boring stuff, right? Like why would people want to watch this, right? So. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll try it and we'll see. If, uh, but it's, it's like, it's always where the, the learning is happening. I, I, I enjoy that though. Like I enjoy hearing people's thoughts, what they're thinking at that time. And I'm like, Oh, what's going on? You know? And, I mean, you can see one thing, but what's actually happening. It's like completely different too. Right. So. Yeah. Pavel Barber is good at posting that kind of, that kind of video where he narrates over. And I think it's helpful to kind of have the narration over the action. And it, it's sort of like being the thoughts of your, of the individual while they're doing something. Yeah, and he has the breakdowns of like the very detail, like you know, oh, yeah. the ship and just different, little, just those little things, like that stuff that people don't tell you. You can see emotion all this time, but you don't know what's going on behind it. It's kind of hard to learn. But when he puts that all up there, you're kind of like, whoa, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need to kind of you know focus on, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess we can uh, probably wrap it up if there's. I know that. I mean, I could ask a bajillion things. I'm. I just it's fun to hear other people's experiences because uh, I mean, the main reason I d- decided to do this was I guess, cause I just wanted to be able to talk to others about it. I feel like on most of us, we kind of know of each other through Instagram. Like you, you know, there's a couple other like adult onset learners out there that we all follow each other, but you know, all we're seeing is Instagram posts. It's like, we don't really even know uh, what the other person is really up to. So I've, I thought it'd be fun to learn more about what people are doing and like how their, what their journey has been like and where they started and why they're doing it and 
how they practice and all that stuff. So it's very cool. Um, I guess a final question I have is I, I think I'm going to do this at the end of each episode, but I'd like you to recommend or nominate another uh, adult learner for me to uh, interview next. Obviously, there's lots of them, but you could kind of. Um, let me let me look my phone. Let me see. Yeah. There's a couple I follow that I, I'm like. Let's see who it is. But I definitely have a few that I'll reach out to soon. But it'd be nice to have everyone kind of give a shout out to somebody. There's a guy, uh, Cyro, is it? Dongo? Oh, Cyril Dongo. Yeah, yeah. Like his progress is like. But yeah, he's, he's like he's he's I'm, learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah, within that couple months, I'm just like, well, I'm just probably like, holy crap! I'm like, wow, he's gone far within like these months. I'm like, I was not even that. Close. I'm still not even close to that, right? So I'm like, wow. <laughs> Like, what's his training? What is he doing different, right? So it's kind of curious on that. There's another person. I just can't remember their name, though. I think I follow too many accounts sometimes. <laughs> yeah. There's a girl. I can't remember who her name is. I'll send you her Instagram if I can remember her name. But I don't, I don't have it off the top of my head right now. Yeah, there's... A- I can think of a few off the top of my head that maybe you're speaking about, but I'm not sure. But there's definitely going to be quite a few people to talk to. It's, it's uh, We're a niche group, yet at the same time, there seems to be quite a few people that, for some reason, in, especially in their 30s, it seems like, just decide to start playing hockey and, and, and go from scratch. It's interesting. I love it. I love that people are deciding to do that. Um, yeah, me too. It's like... It's like- you don't think it was like, you know, something you could have done, but now you're like, and you're like, okay, maybe I can do it. Right. It's just kind of like, and then just jumping into it and just doing it. So it's it just, to, it's yeah. fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I kind of didn't do it as a kid, to be honest. I played like every sport there is as a kid and I played a little bit of street hockey, but I had no, I like, we were just messing around, you know, playing. So I don't even really count it when I consider it. Like I didn't really learn any skills other than like, I could do a wrist shot when I was a kid, but what did that wrist shot look like? I have no idea. That was the nineties. We, we didn't film ourselves. So for all I know, I may have been doing a wrist shot, but it it could have been like, you know, off in all sorts of ways. But, but yeah, I'm kind of glad I'm, I've picked it up as an adult. Cause now I get the joy of all, of all of the, the learning and the, if I learned it as a kid, I might just take it for granted. And you know, a lot of, we had to analyze it more as an adult though too, right? Like for things like even even about learning something new, it's just like as an adult, you can more critical thinking is different. Like as a kid, you might just be putting through the motions, right? Cause you're just, you're learning at the same time, but that's probably a lot to process. But as an ad- adult, you can kind of like break it down and be like, okay, you know, I'm learning something, but you know, like how am I learning it? The approaches I'm doing it. And even just like mindset is different, right? So yeah, like, the, the inner experience is different learning as an adult than as a kid for sure. Cause our brains are just pretty different, you know? So I know what you mean, but yeah. Um, I guess that's all I have. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to uh, talk about? Um, no, not that I can think of. I mean, uh, I just want to ask, like, do you have other people who are learning? Like, the, like, like you are starting just, you know, like as an adult, is there any other new friends or anything that are also learning? Like, to- No, I don't really have any fr- uh, friends. I 
that are learning to play from scratch or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I, I am, I've lived in Canada for a year and a half now and a huge chunk of that time has been COVID. So I've even been in a position where it's difficult to kind of even just make friends in general and, and kind of get like a, like I don't have a, a wide friend base within uh, Canada. It's, I'm originally from New Jersey. And so all of my lifelong friends and such are there. So I, uh, but I've met a lot of people recently at our neighborhood rink and I'm hoping to have some connections being built there that can like people that I could play with maybe even in the off season and stuff just outside for fun. But yeah, no, I don't. Unfortunately, I wish I did. It'd be, it'd be awesome to be able to go and just practice with even just one other person, you know, passing and stuff. Yeah, for sure. But no, I'm uh, very much alone a lot of the time and just practicing alone. But I love it, so. I know, that bugs me. Like, I'm mostly an introvert, so I'm like, I can do stuff, like, on my own all the time, and I'd still be enjoying it. So I'm like, yeah. you know, it's kind of thing, so. Yeah, and there's, as we say, there's so much to practice. But it, obviously, like, we're always missing some of the the things that we can't practice uh, when we're not playing, like, with a group of people or a team. and. So it's great when you can have a nice balance of it all. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping this summer that I can go to get ice time, like even maybe once a week or every other week, even just so I can like keep my ice skating uh, legs going and I, to avoid that experience of being on blades for like five months and then going to the ice and having that wobbly hour, you know, like, yeah, it'd be, sure. it'd be nice to to avoid that if possible. We'll see if it happens. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm either way. I'm I'm looking forward to a green biscuit season, as I think a lot of us call it now or think of it. It's, it's thank God for green biscuits. What what will we have done? I know. <laughs> so anyway, okay. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining episode one. All right. Thank you for having me. It was a good talk and uh, we'll see where this leads. I, I could imagine having like round tables with like multiple people talking or something in the future and we'll see. I'm, I'm really curious. I hope this helps some people. Like I hope there's people that are just starting or thinking of starting or they kind of started, but they're not really committed yet, which it seems like you and I both had that experience where we, we started to play, but we weren't really sure if we were going to follow through. We are like, no, I'm not going to. That's not I can't play hockey. I'm not buying all that gear. And then it's like, I got all the gear. I'm playing yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that, that happened to me too. I, I toyed with the idea in my mind. I was like, should I try this and get gear? Nah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And then. So anyway, I hope there's people out there that uh, having something like this to listen to, it'll help them. Because it would have been cool if right in the beginning I discovered a podcast about other adults learning to play hockey. I would have been like, Whoa, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I... So that, that's, that's the hope. We'll see. All right, Ramona. All right. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for talking. Have a good uh, afternoon. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.